0: But I want to share a couple things that are happening in your lives that you guys have shared. You know, I, I'm excited because and each, I can look around those that are in attendance and those, there's many people that have now been watching online or watching, uh, excuse me, listening to our podcast and, and, and staying connected with us online. Um, we've been streaming from our, our home church in Florence, FWC Florence for, um, since the beginning of the coronavirus. And um, that's exciting. Many of our church members that you haven't seen, some of you have never even met them, and uh, they've continued to stay connected with us and continue to give online, and so I thank you for that. But I wanted to just share a few things. Um, you know, when, when I met Brother Mike and Brother Chuck, and, and I told them we were, I was going to mention some of these things, but they, they, were, they were believing God for something. I actually went to their business and prayed with them and was um, and, and, and just believing with them for a miracle in their business, for oh, for 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 wisdom revelation some of the same things we talked about on wednesday and and just in the last couple of weeks they've shared with me and i don't want to put i'm not gonna put their business out there because it's their business but miraculous wouldn't you say when you guys agree miraculous things they're they're business partners they own a business together and they were asking me for things listen i mean god god can i just do, i don't think i'm saying too much if i say cancel debt I mean when you own a business it's natural for there to be debt God just miraculously wiped away debt in their business Just said no, forgiven, the the loan's no longer there I mean things like that and other things like that That's exciting to me because that means that not only is faith working in me and in in our church But in, in the church, the people, in you, in you And I look around, you know, I remember when you didn't have a job I remember when you guys were believing and asking and every day, every time I'd see them, will you pray with us? Will you believe with us? Will you, speak? and I remember, but I, you know, some, sometimes you have to get a job you get another job, but thank God for a job. Amen. And you know what? I'm excited for you because you've, you've got, you've now got a job. Actually, it happened while we were, I was watching online and from Florence, I wasn't preaching that day. I was just helping kind of monitor the live stream. And they logged online and put it in the comments. Chase got a job. I stood up in my chair. I said, Well, praise God, Chase got a job. But that was a big deal. That was a big deal. There were a lot of, he started trying to get a job in the middle of everybody laying people off. You know, that's a big deal. God opens doors, God moves and and, uh, uh, makes things happen that only He can make happen. Amen. I could go around to everybody and, and share testimonies in everybody's life. But I wanted to just take a moment and share those. You also said that, was it last Sunday, when I had everybody lay hands on, on themselves and, and lay hands on a part of their body? I just, I felt led to do that. You know, lay hands on, on if you were sick, if you, were, if you had something going on. And you said, Brother Mike, if, I, if I, I don't want to quote it, misquote it, but you said that you had pain where? In your knee. And you said, if I remember correctly, that not only did he have pain in his knee, but he was actually in pain standing up to during worship. It was, it was bothering you, right? I want to make sure I'm not putting words in your mouth because this is your testimony. But but he said that I, I, I had everybody do that. And sometimes when you do that as a pastor, you're going by faith. I'm believing and God's leading me to do something and I'm, 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 going, I'm going by faith too. I don't want to look like a fool. I want God to do what he said he would do. He said, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Well, bless God, that's what's going to happen. We're going to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. I'm trying to be cognizant of, of you know, not everybody might be comfortable with me laying hands on you right now. With, with everything going on. So I said, well, we're going to have them lay hands on themselves and believe in the principle that's in the word. He laid hands on his knee and according to what you told me, the pain was gone just like that. It left and has not been back. You were able to go through the rest of the service. I even saw him jumping a little bit over there. Praise God. I mean, he's, that's, that's how God works. We walk by faith and not by sight. Will you say that with me? Say, well, I walk by faith and not by sight. I want you to turn to Acts chapter 20, 23, verse 23 is where we're going to start. I want to talk to you today about not being moved. Say, I'm not moved. Now, of course, what I mean there is I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. I walk by faith and not by sight. The only thing that moves me is God. God's going to move me. God's going to lead me. God's going to direct me. But, you know, it takes us and our faith to walk in that. And so we're going to look at Acts 20 um, in just a second. But I, I have some other scripture that I want to look at. Just keep your finger there. I actually, I tell you what, I, we've got it on the screen. So we turn to 2 Corinthians first. You guys can stay in Acts 20, and we're going to put 2 Corinthians on the screen. verse uh, Chapter 1, verse 8. It says, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even... Of life in other words we were fighting for our life we were you know the the times were bad yes we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but who do we trust in in God who raises the dead we trust in God who raises the dead see they weren't concerned Paul was in a situation here where he had a disparity of life where his life was literally in danger Sometimes I think that we we think we have it bad. I don't know if y'all know Paul But Paul had it bad. I mean the dude was shipwrecked multiple times I mean in prison multiple times whipped multiple times I mean things that happened to him are nothing compared to what you and I've had to go through Now I'm not saying that you haven't had a tough life I'm sure maybe there's people in this room who've had a much tougher life than me But what I'm saying is is that I don't know anyone on this planet living today. I don't know Maybe there are but I don't know them who've had it worse than Paul. And Paul yet continued to walk by faith and not by sight. To stand in faith, to to live by faith, to walk by faith, step by step by step. Walk by faith. And Paul says we have to keep trusting and keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. Everybody say that. Say, I'm going to push forward. You know, I've learned in, in life that sometimes you've got to encourage yourself. You know, David did that. David, the Bible says in Psalms, that he encouraged himself in the Lord. That he was out in the fields. I I can't, you know, obviously we don't know these Bible characters, but a lot of times I like to imagine them. And I can imagine David being a shepherd, doing the things that he was doing in the field, and having the tendency to be discouraged with the mundane that he was doing. Just being a shepherd, just being the the, the, the the mundane, what might seem mundane to somebody else. But see, when he was out in those fields, God used him in a mighty way. I mean, he killed lions and bears out in the field. I mean, the, the miracles that God did in the field, y'all catch this, provided the avenue for him to do what he did against Goliath. And it was in the field where he, it was in those places like the field, I should say, where he encouraged himself. Where he just got in the presence before the Lord and he encouraged himself. I want to encourage you to just encourage yourself sometimes. Well, how do you do that? You take the word of God and you let it get in you. You let it get in you and you encourage yourself with the word. I've been trying to implore you over the last few weeks, and if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching us online, you'll you'll hopefully go back and catch those if if you miss them. Because I've been talking about faith, talking about the light of the word, and talking about the light that Jesus is, and how if we get that in us, it will illuminate everything that we need to see. And sometimes we get so discouraged by what we see, by what's around us, that we're moved by that. But see, I'm not moved. Say it with me. Say, I'm not moved moved. by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. What I see does not move me. I have determined and, 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 and taken a stance that what I see around me will not move me. I may recognize it. I may acknowledge it. I may may take a moment and say, okay, that is now a new obstacle, a new chain, a new mountain or whatever, and I'm going to have to jump over it, but I'm not moved. That that thing that pops up in front of me is not going to make me step back. It's not going to make me step to the side. It's not going to make me step to this side. It's not going to cause me to stop. It's not going to cause me to pause. It's not going to cause me to freeze. It's not going to scare me. It's not going to alarm me. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. It doesn't matter what comes up. I want y'all to realize this, and I know you, you probably do, but things come up. We live in a world where things happen. We live in a world where, where uh, um, situations occur. We live in a world where sickness exists because of what Adam and Eve did, the, the sin that they brought in the world. It allowed Satan to become the God of this world. That's what the Bible calls him. As the God of this world, there are things in this world that we fight. We fight sickness. We fight disease. You know, sometimes I get frustrated when pastors use natural storms in life to say that God is judging people. No, listen, there's there's just a storm. It happens. What happens is is that the climate we live in and the natural environments that we live in, um, there, there are natural anomalies that exist when rain and, and heat and cold and it all combines and water and clouds and, all, and then it, it turns into a storm. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist, praise God. But what I know is, is that storms exist. They happen. That's not God judging us. What, what, I'm not moved by a storm. I'm not moved by a tornado. I'm not moved by a job that, that let me go. I'm not moved by a boss that, that, that what, didn't treat me fairly. I'm not moved. Listen, I'll, I'll say this. I'm not moved by the, relationship, the relationships that I have. Hear me. Because those relationships, unless they're pointing me to God, the only relationship that matters to me, the most important one, I should say, let me word it that way, the most important one is this one, me and God. If I have this right, then everything else on this level will be right. My wife, my kids, my family members, all those things, we've got to have this right first. And then all this will be right. Why am I saying all this? Because I watch so many believers get moved and affected by what they what, what is around them. I'm using the phrase, I'm not moved by what I see. But sometimes it's by what you feel that moves you. Because we're emotional. And, and so what happens is, is we come up on a situation and we know the scripture. We know the word of God. We know that I'm supposed to live by faith. but But I become emotionally involved in a situation. And it moves. I allow it to move me. I allow it to change my belief. I allow it to change my stance. I allow it to, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm using I, so I'm not talking to you, but what happens is I should probably be saying we. Sometimes we as believers do that. I'll train myself as hard as I can. Obviously, I'm not perfect. I like to say it this way. I picked this up from my pastor. My batting average gets better every day. If y'all ever watch baseball, my batting average gets better every day. You know, everybody strikes out. I've struck out a few times. I've missed it. But, man, I, like, I want my batting average to be better. I played, um, and I hope that we'll be able to do this here in Columbia. But back in Florence, I played church league softball. I mean, that's the most serious sport ever in the existence of human life. I'm telling you, those dudes are serious. We went out there to have fun. I mean, it was just, we just going out there. It was, it, I remember in the early days, it was just um, a bunch of the older guys in the church. And then me, I was young. I was actually in high school the first time we played and, um, and then I went on to college, and we kept playing. We kept joining the league, and every season, it never failed. There were guys that came out there that were like professionals, man. I mean, these dudes were legit. I don't know. It's like they came off of the, in, um, uh, um, what's it called? I was about to say NFL. What's the MLB? They came off of the MLB, I mean, just a few years ago, man. They're like retired. I'm like, where'd this guy come from? I mean, knocking a softball 400 feet over the fence. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm just trying to have a good time out here. But what what applies in, in that sport applies to our life. Thank you, sir. What applies in that sport applies to our life. That we must, we must work to improve day by day. So maybe I struck out last time. That doesn't mean that I need to be down and, and, and no, if, if I've been, I'm just going to keep going with this for a second. Y'all track with me. If I'm working on my swing and I walk up to the plate, I'm not going to change my swing. Right? Because I struck out last time. I'm going to keep my, if my swing works, I'm going to keep swinging. The only reason that I would change my swing is if a coach, y'all hear me? If a coach told me you need to change your swing so that you don't strike out next time. And insert Jesus. See, Jesus is the one that will say, you're swinging the wrong way. My batting average gets better every single day. I want y'all to go, let's, let's look at that verse in Acts 20, since that's where we were going earlier. Acts chapter 20, verses 23 through 24. Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. Check this out, verse 24. But none of these things move me. Say that with me. Say, none of these things move me. These things don't move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord to testify to the gospel of grace. Here's what he's saying, that in order to finish my race with joy, in order to finish my race with joy, I can't be moved by what I see around me. The Holy Spirit was even dealing with him and showing him and revealing to him the things that were coming. He knew that trials and tribulations were coming. I like to to reference that because the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but I will deliver them out of them all. See, the afflictions may come, but God is a deliverer. (laughs) Praise God. Y'all say it with me. Say, God is a deliverer. He's the deliverer. He's the one that moves me from the point of, of disparity into the point of victory. Come on, somebody. He's the one that moves me from the point of, 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 of defeat and to the point of victory. That's what God does. So here's what's important is that we're not moved by these things. Verse 24, but none of these things move me. None of these things move me. None of these things change me. None of these things. See, we've got to get back to the word. We've got to get back. We've got to have a strong foundation of the word. That's why I try to, I try to, to, to quote as much scripture as I can and not just give you, you know, fairy tale thoughts. My pastor used to say, we're not doing chicken soup for the soul in here. I mean, that might be good. On, you know, if you read that during the week or something, I don't know, y'all might read chicken soup. My grandma used to read chicken soup. Y'all remember those books? Chicken soup for this, chicken soup for that. I, you know, I don't really know. I never read it. I don't even know what they're about. I guess it's little, you know, uh, devotional type things. I don't even know if it's a devotion, but it's little, you know. I'm not giving you chicken soup. I'm not giving you chicken soup. What I'm trying to give you is the word that's going to change you. And if you get that word in you, if your foundation is on the word, this is what I, I know I may sound, I'm, not, I'm trying to say, say it different ways so I don't sound like a broken record, but here's what you've got to catch. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So the more I I, I take something and repeat it or say it different ways or come at it from different angles, it builds your faith. It builds your faith. He says, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by these things. I'm not changed by these things. I'm not altered by these things. Paul says we had to keep trusting and keep moving and keep pushing forward. No matter what comes, keep trusting. No matter what comes, keep trusting. No matter what comes, keep trusting. No matter what happens, keep trusting. So you've got to have that attitude before the thing comes. You've got to have that direction before the thing comes. Before the, 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 the issue arises, you've got to have the attitude that no matter what I face, I'm going to keep trusting. No matter what I see, I'm going to keep trusting. Praise God. God will deliver. Say this with me. I'm going to have y'all just repeat a few things. Say, God will deliver me. God will bring me out. God will give me. Say it again. Say, God will give me an avenue for success. My victory comes from the Lord. I'm not moved by what I see. Here's a couple things to keep you connected to faith. A couple of things to keep you connected. Number one, renew your commitment to the Word of God. Renew your commitment. Renew your commitment. I've done this in my life. I've done this in in my own situations. I've just had to determine that, hey, I'm I'm going to, I need to go higher in the Word. I need to go deeper. You know, the reason that fasting works, the reason that fasting works is because you turn off your flesh and you turn on your spirit. If you do it right. Now, if you're going to fast, if you're going to not eat. Make sure that you're you're not just starving yourself. If you're going to not eat, then you need to to not eat natural food and start eating spiritual food. In other words, you're praying. You're in the Word. You're spending time in prayer. The Bible says, Jesus said that some things come by prayer and fasting. That means that you're going to fast, you're going to not eat food or whatever it is, and you're going to pray. There has to be a combination effort there. Otherwise, you're just starving yourself. But why do we do that? Because it, 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 it reminds my flesh that my spirit is in control. That the real me, the real me that's connected to God is my spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in me. I want you to point to yourself, point to yourself, everybody point to yourself and say the Holy Spirit, the Holy spirit lives, in me. lives in me. The Holy Spirit, the Holy spirit is connected, is connected to, my spirit. to my spirit. That's what we, that's who we are. We are a spirit. We are a spirit. We live in a body. We have a soul. But that's who we are. So number one, we renew our commitment to the word of God. And one of the ways that we do that, I think that that anything you can do to build your spirit man up, he's going to lead you. After just one meal of fasting, I was hungry for the word. Just recently, I, after one meal of fasting, I was hungry for the word. I was hungry for the word. Why? Because I... I When I felt led to fast, I turned off my my mind, so to speak. Not really, because obviously you need your mind to function. But my mind is not what's moving me. Are y'all tracking with me? Are you catching me? I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by my emotions. I'm not moved by my senses. I'm moved by the only thing that moves me is the Spirit of God and His Word. So I renew my commitment to the Word of God. Number two, I encourage you to do this, and I can help you with this. We don't have a bookstore yet, but we'll have one. But get materials that build your faith. Get some, mater- get some faith-filled materials. So you have the Word of God, and then on top of that, there are great men of God all over this globe, wonderful, wonderful uh, um, book writers and things that have put material out there that will encourage your faith, that will build your faith, that will, that will um, take the Word of God and help enlighten it for you. Get some materials to build your faith. And number three, choose faith. Choose faith. Now, what do you mean by that, Pastor JT? Well, what I mean is that you've got to reject doubt. See, so you've got to get in a decision place now, before the thing comes. You've got to. You, when we're talking about living by faith, which is basically the topic that I'm on. That when we're living by faith and we're not going to be moved by what I see, you've got to recognize a couple of things. Number one, things are going to come up to try to move me. The devil's goal is to steal the word from you. That's his goal. Why? Because if he can steal the word from you, then he steals faith. How does faith come? It comes by hearing the word. See, y'all remember the parable of the, the sower of the seed, right? What happened? Some, sometimes it was his fault, right? The, the, the seed fell on, on stony ground. He was hardened. He wasn't... But but there were also... One of the first things that happened when birds came and stole the seed. They came and stole the seed. What else happened? There were weeds that choked out the seed. All these things. The, the Word of God is going out and we're trying to get it planted in you. All right? God's trying to get the seed of the Word of God planted in you and the devil wants to steal it. He wants to. He wants to... Take it out. If he can take it out, if he can remove the word, he removes faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith. Without faith, Hebrews eleven six. 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You, Pastor, you said that like every week. Yeah, because I want you to get it. I want you to get it. I want you to get it. That, that I've got to walk. I mean, not just on Sundays, but on Sunday nights, on Mondays, on Tuesdays. I've got to live by faith. Well, choose faith. What does choose faith mean? We reject doubt. We reject negative speaking. We watch what we say. And we fill our life with the word. We fill our life with the word. We speak the word. We live the word. You know, when you do this, when you start down this path and you go to a church like this, what happens is you get the word in you and so God starts to deal with you with with things. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And he'll put his finger on things and he'll say, hey, you need to adjust this. You You know, one of the things that amazes me is People come to a church like this and things will happen and they'll think, oh, I started serving God and then this happened. I started serving Jesus. I got back in church and then this happened. Well, maybe God knew that thing was coming and the devil was coming to attack you and he was trying to get the word and faith built up in you before the thing came. Stop rejecting the word. Get back to the word. If you're listening to this podcast and you're at home, listen, I know that you may have legitimate reasons why you can't be in church, but then turn on this podcast every time. Watch Family Worship Center of Florence and my pastor preach. I, I was so proud of wouldn't it you, Miss Carmen, you said Wednesday night, you couldn't make it here, you had a, a car. It's not an issue, but you didn't have a transportation here. And so you watched. my wife said two or three sermons from Pastor Steve. I think that's amazing. That best, one of the best preachers I know on this planet. I would listen to him. Get that faith in you. Get the word in you. If you can't be here, listen to something. Because the word makes a difference. What kind of word? Well, a filled word. You know, Jesus. Say this with me. Say, Jesus comes with the word. Jesus is the word. So, we know that his word... And Jesus coexists, that he is the word. So living by faith, check this out. Living by faith is living by Jesus. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. Living by faith is living by Jesus. Living by Jesus, the word. He comes with his word. If you want, check this out. If you want his blank, like if you want his blessings, if you want his guidance, if you want his direction, if you want his, his, his whatever it is that you want from Jesus, you're going to get it with the word. If you want Jesus's blank, then you've got to get Jesus's word. Does that make sense? If you want Jesus's blessing, you've got to get Jesus's word. You've got to get his word. You've got to get his word you got to get his work. I, I, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm not stuck here, obviously, but I feel led and feel compelled to, 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 to keep pumping this in you because I know that the devil's been at work. But it's not, it's not something new. It's coming in a new way. I've never seen a pandemic before. I've never lived in one. I've never experienced that before. But it's, it's nothing new in the sense that the devil's at work. I know he's at work. He goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Well, bless God, he's not going to devour me. Come on, somebody. He's not going to devour my family. He's not going to devour my house. He's not going to devour my money. He's not going to devour my, my things, my property, the things that God's blessed with. He's not. And if he takes it, he's got to give it back. He's got to give it back. He's got to return it because, listen, God is on my side. God's fighting for me. So I'm living, I'm, sometimes I've gotten, you know, lately, I I just kind of, I just kind of laugh, you know, when things happen, when things come up, because I, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised anymore. See, we can't let our emotions, check this out, you can't let your emotions override your faith. Okay, I'm going back to one of the core principles of family worship center that you're going to hear so often here. You're a spirit. You live in a body, you have a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. They work together, your three parts work together. You are a three-part human being. It's not that you deny your emotion, your emotions, it's not that you des- deny your mind, it's that it does not lead you. It does not control you. It does not move you. What does? Your spirit. You listen to your spirit. I'm moved by my spirit. I need an inward word, an inward move, Pastor Steve had such a good word Wednesday night. I I, I need to go back and watch it again. Y'all might hear me preach preach it because it just was so good. He was just talking about the inward witness and how the inward inward move of God, God moving inside of you helps protect the outside pressure. Because there's outside pressure. And the outside pressure, how do we combat that? We combat it from the inside. Well, what does this have to do by faith? Everything is by faith. If you want to be led by the Spirit, y'all check this as we go go to close. Or or I'm going to get ready for an offering and all the things that we need to do at the end. But listen to me. If you want God to speak to you, you've got to be walking in a place, living in a place of faith. Because in order for you to know that it's God speaking to you, you've got to receive any, any of his word by faith. His spoken word, his living word, got to, you're you going to receive it by faith. You're going to know it by faith. What does that mean? I'm not moved by what I see. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay, so let me give you some scenarios because we're going to wrap this up. If, if I'm walking by faith and I'm desiring to be led by his spirit... And then something happens on the outside, the outside pressure, the, the outside things that are coming. And these things move me. Now I'm in a position where I can't be as led or I can't walk by faith like I should be because the outside thing has put me out of position. Do you see? But if I take a stand, the Bible says having done all to stand, stand. Y'all should stop on the floor right now and say stand. Stand. Having done all to stand, stand? I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to stand on his promises. I'm going to stand and I'm going to learn to recognize what's the devil. I'm going to learn to recognize what's the world. I'm going to learn to recognize that sometimes my flesh made a bad decision and that's not God. What is God? I'm going to know on the inside. I'm going to know by faith. I'm going to know by his word. And I'm going to know when he's moving me and I'm not moved by other things. I'm not moved by the world. I'm not moved by things, emotions, catastrophes, issues, mishaps, mistakes. I'm moved by faith. I walk by faith, which comes from his word. Jesus is his word. When I walk in a relationship with him, he lives in me. His spirit resides in me. And everything flows from that point. Everything flows from the inside out. It takes training like anything else. You're not going to, you, you know, that, that's why we preach this as often as we do. Because you've got to get the word in you and the revelation that, oh, that's why I went through that last month. It wasn't God. It was this, that, and the other. And then I changed my speaking. My speaking. I changed my belief because of the outside pressure, and that's why it didn't work out. And you begin to realize these things. You begin to realize, you begin to recognize. So then the next time that it comes, as soon as the situation arises, faith has got to rise up. Faith has got to rise up what? Well, how does that happen? Because you, you, you build it up in you. you, you got to, have you ever seen um, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger or some big bodybuilder? You know, you know, he got that way just by sitting on his couch and eating Cheetos. Yeah, it's a Cheeto diet. It's amazing. You got to try it. Cheeto diet. <laughs> Y'all are like, man, praise God. Well, that's it. Give me some Cheetos, baby. I'm going to buy some Cheetos today. No, what did he do? He worked. He worked hard. I like watching every... I'm kind of a movie buff, and so... I like seeing the behind the scenes and very often they'll have these transformations. Y'all might have seen that, like uh, these superhero movies. And you'll see a guy who, he might be kind of muscular, but he'll go through rigorous, like two or three months of insane dieting, insane workouts to come out looking, you know. Um, um, I think Jamie Foxx is doing that for some movie and I'm not endorsing the movie, but he's he's, he's doing some movie and he's, um, um, I forget the boxer that he's becoming. And I saw that he went through this huge, massive transformation because, because he needed to look the part if you want to be a mountain-moving faith person, you've got to build your faith. You've got to work. You've got to say, okay, God, I hear you, and I'm going to put down that other thing and pick up the word. I'm going, to, I'm going to put down some food and fast for a day and put in some word and spend some time in prayer and build up my spirit, man. I'm going to do these things because I'm going to walk by faith. And I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by the word of God. I'm not moved by what I feel, I'm moved by the word of God. I'm not moved by what's around me, I'm moved by the word of God. I want you guys to say that with me say, I'm not moved by what I see, what I feel, what's around me, I'm moved by the word of God.